You're listening to The 123 Show with me, Noreen Mayer, this Friday afternoon. Now, let's turn to our next topic and guests of today. In the next 15 minutes or so, we're talking about how to build a growth mindset in young people. Now, failure is something that some of us often avoid. But how is failure critical to success and growth? Well, we'll talk about this with two experts. And I'm really delighted to be joined by Chu Chi Yu, who is the Dean of Social Sciences and Cho Ming Lee Professor at Psychology at the Chinese. University of Hong Kong, along with Alan Kwan, who is a maths mate- who's a maths teacher, mathematic teacher at the Baptist STW Liu Ming Choi Primary School. Thank you so much for joining us, uh, both of you, um, Mr. Kwan and also Professor Chu. And for those of you who also want to join us, we are on Facebook Live as well, Noreen Mir on RTHK Radio 3. So feel free to comment there and weigh in on growth mindset. Um, maybe I'll start off with you first, uh, Professor Chu. Uh, first of all, can you sort of explain to us um, what is growth mindset and, and how is it linked to positive education? Okay. Um, growth mindset is a core concept in the positive education. So it is the belief that anybody, I should emphasize anybody, can to increase the level of intelligence significantly by to working smarter, not necessarily harder, but to smarter. So that is the idea. So to, um, why is this so important to uh, positive education? Now, if you feel that uh, positive education is the transformation of a, per- a person from some kind of materials like very delicate crystal glass that looks very good, but also to not touchable, to something like a diamond, which is valuable, good looking, as well as very tough, very hard. Uh, unbreakable. Uh, so growth mindset is something that uh, really contributes to this transformation. So basically, it is idea that uh, well, if you know how to apply your intelligence, apply to your efforts, apply yourself, uh, then to, well, you can significantly increase your ability. So you are transforming yourself. You are making yourself a better person every day. Uh, and that's why uh, like uh, uh, growth mindset has been shown to be a very important psychological quality that enhances a, bit, a person's resilience and help the person to really like to face uh, setbacks, uh, frustration, uh, and uh, failures with a very positive life attitude. So they're not going to accept a setback as a personal failure that cannot be changed. They're going to see it just as a milestone uh, in their long journey. Uh, they, they encounter some obstacles but as long as they learn how to work around the obstacle or remove the obstacle, they can still to move forward and be a better person. So to, uh, I hope to, that answered the question. But I think Alan probably have his own understanding of both mindset. Yeah, I, I, I totally understand. <laughs> okay, could I share some uh, more about because my school has most post-ed for six years. Growth mindset is very important for our students because Goal mindset lets our student develop, uh, 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 will be embrace the challenge, uh, believe efforts, learn more failures, and keep learning. 
it sounds really important. Uh, both Alan and Professor Chu, you've both mentioned that it's so important for our children to embrace it. Yeah. It will help you with coping with setbacks and failure and build resistance. Why wasn't it yeah. taught as a subject at school or how is it being sort of implemented at school so that our children um, will learn it as like an everyday sort of conditioning and, and face challenges with a more positive mindset? Well, I think uh, this is a very good question. I think uh, this has something to do with the um, culture uh, in mm -hmm. uh, Hong Kong and in many other Chinese societies. Well, I mean, uh, Hong Kong is an achievement society. We value achievement very much. And sometimes mm -hmm. we measure a person's uh, achievement with their academic success. And therefore, okay, we, we invest a lot of time and effort into students' achievement and also hope that they will perform very well in school. But then we forget a very important thing, and that is you can uh, make, uh, make a child uh, perform very well by telling the child that, uh, well, this is what they're supposed to do, and they have to work hard, uh, and uh, some of them will be able to do it, and some of them won't. Uh, alternatively, okay, you can also tell children that, uh, well, um, if you're really interested in what you're learning, if you are motivated mm. to learn and you enjoy learning, you would also perform very well. But then the focus would be on the children wanting to learn for the sake of learning, and then they would perform very well. I suppose what happens in our society right now is that uh, we focus very much on the outcome. And we don't really like to understand that uh, sometimes to achieve the best outcome, well, mm. uh, people really need to enjoy the process as well. And I think that that's where positive uh, education comes in and say, okay, now we are not saying that uh, we are giving up on children's academic performance, but we want them to actually enjoy being able to perform. Uh, I think this is a, a new perspective in education. Uh, Hong Kong is catching up with this. I know that um, many schools in Hong Kong allow trying their best uh, to improve not only the academic performance of the students, as well, but they are also working hard to make sure that uh, students actually enjoy the process of learning. And because they enjoy it, they naturally perform well on it. But of course, in order to support this kind of learning motivation, students need to understand that uh, while they are not limited by their innate ability, because their ability can grow uh, by applying themselves, by working smarter, uh, and uh, I think that we are catching up. Uh, it is not uh, in the education DNA of our culture, but uh, mm -hmm. I think uh, this is not something that cannot be changed. And I, I think Hong Kong is moving into a very positive direction as well. Very well said, Professor Chu, because it is sometimes, you know, not the destination, but the journey. It's sometimes the process and through failure, you really grow. And sometimes that enables you to see a problem uh, differently. Now, Alan, you mentioned just now your school has implemented growth um, education for six yeah. years. Um, I suppose, uh, how, how can educators like yourselves help students develop this mindset? How have you implemented this in your classrooms? Oh, uh, first, we believe that POSET could teach them. In general, POSET is a structured curriculum. With the support of scientific research, teach our students to have well-being. Our school have established sequence curriculum 
45 minutes per week to teach our students uh, some knowledge and skill to get well-being. For example, how to savory, how to know their own character strength, how to um, make friends, and how to develop their growth mindset. And also, our teacher try to put more process elements on teacher language, classroom management, and different subjects to enhance the efficiency of process. Uh, could I share some examples about the math class? Um, uh, process reminds me we and me have to create the positive communities in my class by giving students a safe environment and developing their growth mindset, positive emotions and relationships. In math lessons, I based on Carol Drust theory, as students could be matched the needs of predictabilities, competence, and acceptance. They were easy to develop their growth mindset. Sometimes I would use some methods, such as flip classroom. Let me share one lesson. It's about teaching volume in P5 students. Before the lessons, I would provide teaching videos for our students to prepare. Also, they have to take notes related to the contents of video. The video is about step, put the stone to the measuring club with water. We can measure the volume of stone through the water level rays. Even if every student of different ability could predict what to learn. For most of the class time, I provide some activities, tasks, classwork, and discussions. For example, I let our students use real water to find the real, real stone about uh, the volume. Students are able to be participants in classroom activities. And I also use uh, this time to take care of students with learning needs. So our students could get support from me, of course, teacher language and interactive is, is the key point. For example, process praise, focus on the efforts is very important. So, so our students will more emphasis on their learning process rather than score. Absolutely. I really um, echo that point. And also with maths, I remember my maths teacher always says, show your workings. So even if your final answer is wrong, the process of it, you know, you'll get something from it. Um, well, what about that point that Alan made, Professor Chu, you know, um, teacher language, you know, how do the education, how do the educators mindset also affect uh, the learning outcome of students? I mean, how, how important is it for teachers themselves to, to access their growth mindset in order to influence the students? I think uh, this is a very good point. In fact, I think uh, what Ellen just said underscores the importance of having the uh, growth mindset amongst our teachers as well. Let me share with you my personal experiences. Okay, so when I was in primary school, I still remember that I performed very poorly during my P1 to P4. In fact, uh, well, uh, my parents were quite concerned and worried that I would not be able to get into secondary schools because of my poor performance. Mm. And then things start to change when I enter primary four or primary five, actually. 
Uh, and the teachers in my primary school start to like teach me how to learn instead of like just teaching me uh, how to prepare for the examinations. And then uh, I find myself making some progress. And then uh, uh, when I graduate, I asked uh, my uh, classmates and also my teachers to give me some advice on how we would uh, develop better in the future. And at that time, they like to like uh, put down to their advice uh, on the booklets so that we can keep all uh, our memories. I still remember that uh, my secondary school, English, my primary school teach, English teacher at that time wrote down in that booklet just like two simple sentences. And that is, you have made progress, but you, have, you can have room for improvement too. I think that is very memorable to me. And I think to today, I still remember what he wrote uh, at, actually many years ago. So, um, and, and that has very strong motivational uh, effects on me. So every time, okay, uh, when I make progress, I celebrate my uh, success, but I also try to like link this uh, to my to ability, uh, to my efforts and also to, to the uh, discovery of new ways of learning things more effectively. So I think to, that is one example, how a primary school teacher uh, can actually like, to make a big difference in the body's life by like myself. Now, another example is what happens in my to graduate study. Uh, Ellen mentioned Professor Carol Direct. I actually was a her student. Uh, so as you said, uh, as you could imagine, she have a very strong growth mindset. I still remember writing to the first few papers with her. Uh, every time I produce a draft, she would put down to something like, oh, this is fantastic. This is very well written. This is an excellent point. And then all of a sudden, she changed the way of like uh, giving comments. She said something like, okay, this is good. This is better than what uh, you did last time. Tell me how you figure out the way to, to do it. Now, the first comment is very positive too, right? So you said, okay, you're doing well. You're very smart. Uh, you are doing something fantastic. Your work is impressive. That sounds very well. But the second kind of comment is even more motivating. It tells me that you're making improvement. This version is better than the last draft. And you want to figure out how I actually managed to find a better way of presenting my ideas. Okay, and then I learned something very important in my life, uh, which I think uh, uh, contributes a lot to my success today. And that is, okay, you don't really need to worry too much about your current level of ability. You want to know whether you are making improvements and you want to know how you make your improvements. And this kind of like, uh, uh, belief actually is very powerful and very useful for me to navigate um, all the different uh, scenarios or uh, uh, experiences that I encounter in my academic life. And I can tell you many examples like this. In fact, uh, I learned from my mentors, my primary teachers, uh, having both mindset is a very important for educator. And then when I like interact with my students, I try my best to follow the examples. And uh, in fact, uh, what I'm very proud of in my career now is not how much I have accomplished, but how much I have inspired my uh, students to accomplish 
I think that possibly is the most rewarding experiences for all educators uh, in Hong Kong and in the world. And so, so I think to, back to your point, uh, I think what Alan mentioned just now about the uh, process feedback uh, is extremely important. Yeah. So next time, I think to, instead of praising your uh, children uh, and your students, how good they are, think about giving them some indication that uh, they have made uh, progress, but they still have more improvements. That's such a and, valid uh, point. Can, yeah, and they can improve by finding better ways of learning. Excellent point. What about that point then, Alan? Um, how do you access your growth mindset? You know, as an educator, you've got to be able to to access it yourself before you can influence your students. And as we heard from Professor Chu, primary school students have a very sort of big role in motivating mm. students because it really sort of sets the foundation, the foundations of learning, um, of whether how curious uh, students stay. So how do you access your uh, growth mindset? Um, and we have to believe that failures and uh, failures and difficult is a lesson. Mm. And also, we have to remind us uh, our roles have to change from teacher to coach. Uh, we, our school teacher, also coach our student uh, face the difficult together and encourage encourage them. Uh, and give them uh, suggestions, find a strategy to solve the problem and, and make them more confident. So our student uh, growth mindset may build up. Absolutely. I, w- I want to very quickly turn to the final question be- before the news, you know, and it is about sort of a positive mental health in young people. You know, it's mm. very stressful to be a young person uh, these days, mm, especially in Hong Kong. There's a lot of pressure from from schools, from academic uh, results, from their parents, from their peers. I think building resilience is really, really important. How should we foster that mindset in young people that when they face setback and when they face a uh, failure it's all part of life and it's okay and not to you know be overwhelmed but how do we sort of teach them that in my school uh, uh, we follow the theory to teach our students and uh, how to build up their resilience and uh, speaking of mental health we teach students be grateful and use their strength and hope in their heart. As for resilience, we develop the internal resources, such as uh, growth mindset is a key point, and the external resources, such as positive relations, so it could improve young people's well-being. Yeah, Professor Chu? Oh, yes, I think that uh, one very important message I want to like, share with uh, the audience is that uh, we can actually teach our children to enjoy challenge, to love challenge. Okay, well, life is full of surprises. And uh, so uh, the best way to like, face all these challenges is to learn how to embrace it and say, I love challenges. Because if you are not challenged, okay, then you are not going to learn new things and you are not going to have the uh, opportunity to become a better person. In fact, positive education is all about uh, teaching our children to say goodbye to themselves 
What that means is, okay, I have the courage to tell myself that, uh, well, the person I am is okay now, but I'm willing to say goodbye to this person if I can find a better me next day. Uh, so it, it actually requires courage. And so we say this, it's not about, okay, uh, well, uh, if you fall down, okay, then you try to get up by yourself. It is actually like uh, 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 about wanting to be a better person. If I fall today, that is because, okay, there is still room for my improvement. Tomorrow, I will be able to like uh, walk very steadily and would not fall. And, and tomorrow, I'm going to say farewell to my older self. So I think to, uh, we can have an even more positive uh, perspective about frustration, about challenges, about uh, obstacles, about failures. Uh, those are experiences that will actually encourage us to grow into a better person. Well said. And definitely it's so important to foster that positive mm. mindset, to be grateful and to access that growth mindset. There's so much I still want to talk to you both. I really enjoyed talking with you both this afternoon. And I hope we can revisit this because I didn't even get to talk about the role of parents, um, uh, which is the other side oh. of the coin. I'm <laughs> sure I would love to invite you both uh, to, to talk with our audience again. It's been such a pleasure to talk to Alan Kwan, who's a maths teacher at the Baptist STW Liu Ming Choi primary school along with professor chu chi yu who's the dean of social sciences and chao ming li professor of psychology at the chinese university of hong kong thank you so much for joining us and best of luck for the expo uh, which we heard earlier uh, on today's show in the learning and teaching expo thank you so much for your time this afternoon thank you very much thank you thank, thank you. you very much have a nice day and a